Everybody. Welcome to D-Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D-commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to discuss the classic Disney Channel original movie, Avalon High. And, and it certainly is a classic, because it is based on the classic works of King Arthur. Okay, okay. Back it up for a second. Wait. Are you are you real? Are you about to ask me if King Arthur's real? He's not real. Is he's he? He's probably not real. It's one of those things where it's like like all like the magic stuff is probably not real, but he was probably like a real king at some point, I think is the general consensus. So he might have been a real person, but like the magic isn't real, the magic all aspects or whatever. But like Backing up, this movie isn't based on King Arthur. The movie is based on a book by Meg Cabot. And I loved this book when I read it, but I read it a really long time ago. And based on my track record, as you guys might know, I remembered a few key deets, but forgot almost everything vastly important to like the ending, forgot major chunks of it. But the thing that I wanted to call out here is like, so he's not real. We're, we're right in that he's not real. But why in this high school do they study him like a real person? They study King Arthur in this thing like the way that we studied Henry VIII. Well, I think that, I mean, like the time period obviously was real. So I guess there would be architecture and stuff from that time. But like, no, he, as far as obviously he didn't like wield a magic sword and have a best friend who was a wizard. Uh, but there probably was a king named Arthur at some point who did some dope shit for England. But okay, so that. what I'm looking at here on Wikipedia is like he was, that's what it's saying on my phone is that he was probably like a real dude, but you know, it's like been embellished. My point is with this freaking movie, I came away, I had more questions by the end of this movie about King Arthur and his realness or his magic than I did when I started the movie. If you're <laughs> going to make a whole movie for kids about King Arthur, maybe teach me something. I don't know. Just spitball here. I, I consider doing some independent research and having a King Arthur corner, but there wasn't a ton that I thought would have been worth it to make a corner out of. We're just going to roll with it. But so this is, uh, we're going to talk about Avalon High today. And I got to say, everyone. I am so excited to talk Chomping about this film. at the bit, you guys. Because Chomping I, I, I am, because here's the thing. I think it's not a stretch to say that Emma is the more excitable person on this podcast. She lives her life out loud. She true, expresses true. her emotions I very fully. I am the more reserved one. Guys, I am so furious about this film. I am just a seething fountain of anger right now. (laughs) What the fuck, you guys? And this isn't, I know we are always like, what the fuck? What the fuck, you guys? But this wasn't a normal what the fuck Disney. Like, oh my God, this movie is so bad. I just had, it was like, what the fuck? I have so many questions about this movie. Like, number one, number one, what was the budget of this movie? What was the budget of this movie? Answer me that. What was the budget of this movie? I well, it had to, to be a decent amount because they filmed it in New Zealand, which is where anyone who watches Power Rangers like I do knows is, is cheaper to film in 
than anywhere in America, I guess. And a lot of live action kids shows film there like Power Rangers. But also, yeah, the animal handling budget alone for this film must have been crazy for all the horses. It's probably six billion dollars. There's the real horses, Luke. They're they're real uh, horses. There's there's CGI in this movie. There's good CGI in this movie. I mean, literally every single note I wrote, stop listening to the podcast now, you guys, because every fucking note I wrote is, how much did this cost? How much did this cost? This looks so expensive. I don't know how much this movie actually costs, I didn't do any research, but this is hands down the most expensive looking decom I've ever seen. It looks so expensive. Uh, that's a good thing to point out, is that a lot of money clearly went to this mo- went into this movie, and I'm sure someone got fired over it, because I think this was kind of a flop. Was it? I couldn't, like, I couldn't tell, like... I mean, hey, listen, people, tell us on Twitter, are, are there are there Avalon High stands? Are there people out there who just, like, oh, love Avalon High, show that to my kids every Christmas or something, I don't know. Like, because I remember watching the trailers for this movie on Disney Channel and being like, that looks dumb as hell, I'm not gonna watch this movie, and so I didn't watch it. Well, I think then... the book has stands, and that's why Disney bought the well, rights yeah. to it. But when you take the book, light it on fire, and throw it out the window, (laughs) it's not going to be the same kind of Well, no, no, no. I disagree. I disagree. They did not take the book, light it on fire, throw it out the window. They took the book, translated about 80% of what happens in the book, and then put dynamite in the rest of the 20%. That completely blew up the entire story. They ripped it out, ate it, shoved it down their piles, and shat it out. Yes. But we'll get it to it to get there because we don't. I don't want to ruin the surprise. But I am so excited to talk about how furious this film. Let's jump in. Let's jump in. What else do I have to talk about? Well, first we we have one decom news thing, which will be brief. But uh, the Kim Possible trailer came out. Let's talk about something that uh, doesn't look expensive. (laughs) They should have saved some Mm. of that Avalon high money for the Kim Possible movie. Yeah. And look, a lot of people have been hating on the trailer on Twitter, and I get it. Kim Possible is a series that means a lot to people. It means a lot to me. I've just never been one of those people who, like, you know, hate something before it comes out. I've never really been that guy. But the th- the one, sorry, the two huge problems I have with the trailer. One, we see nothing of Rufus, and it makes me nervous they're not going to do Rufus because they don't want to CGI that naked mole rat, and that is the biggest mistake this film could I make. I'll fight someone. I I'll swear fight someone you. with my bare hands. Yeah. Look, it's not going to look good, but you need to have It's going to look like shit, and that's something they should have come to terms with when they decide to make a live-action Kim Possible movie. Yeah. They need to make peace with that. They're going to yeah. have a fuzzy yeah. fucking Pro- rat. Problem two is that... Who the hell is the third person that's standing with them at the end? I didn't even, like I didn't even look huge, that closely. Yeah, no, I, other people didn't notice this too, who I was talking to it about. is they? It's like a group shot. It's got Ron and it's Kim doing action poses. And then there's a third girl standing there with them. And I was they like, added who a the character. hell? They said they, they said they added a character. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they said they added some girl named Athena to be Kim's friend. And we were like, whatever, she'll probably turn out to be evil. But now they're making her seem like she's an integral part of the team. She'll probably still be evil. I mean, she looks like someone's deviant art original character. She probably was. She probably <laughs> like, was. All I'm saying is, if we don't get Rufus and you throw this girl at us, I'm going to be. I'll just say this. I'll just say insane. one thing. I'm gonna be insane I don't want to like aggressively shit talk something that we haven't even seen yet. I want to yes. give everyone a chance. Uh, I want to yeah. give these lovely kids a I chance. Agree. I like her. I think she looks good. Mm-hmm. I think Draken looks Draken. I think Shigo looks great. I just think 
personally, I think the budget looks like it was $5. It looks like the budget was a potato. Like, I don't understand why it looks so cheap. The only casting decision I have a slight problem with is that I feel like they're trying to make Todd Stashwick play Draken a little more serious than he is in the show. And he's one of the funniest characters on the show. So I don't know why you would try and make well, him Well, Luke, serious. you can't even get that from a trailer. So I don't no, understand. I'm going to cut you off right there. I like, no, I want to see it. I do. But just like the voiceover he's doing is like, Kim Possible. She's like the greatest secret agent. And I was like, I just, it just doesn't sound right to me. But again, I'm not, I'm not going to get past on, Final Judgment. Moving on. I got to get into motherfucking King Arthur legend. Let's go. Can I want anything else? Okay. Let's go. All right. Let's talk Avalon High. So we open on a dramatic horse battle on a beach. My first note is this looks expensive because it is. That is also my first note, Emma. The fact that Disney Channel agreed to make this movie, despite requiring a dramatic horse battle on a beach, is amazing but, to me. Okay, so I read the book, and, like, I might be misremembering this, but, like, I don't remember there being a ton of horse battle stuff in the book. Like, she had <laughs> dreams about King Arthur, but it wasn't specifically horse... Like, they didn't need to... to have horse battles to fulfill the nature of the book. I think somebody like really fought for a massive horse budget and then was they like, did. we're going to use every single <laughs> drop of this because it wasn't necessary. But yeah, speaking of dreams, this is a, this is a dream. Uh, our main character, Allie, uh, has fallen out of bed. Whose name is Ellie in the book, and they change it for no discernible oh, reason. Oh, no, they change it for a very important reason, Emma. Oh! I will. Oh, my yes. God. Yep. Oh, my God. Yep. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll talk to I'm a we will touch on that later. Yes, you are. Anyway, so she's fallen out of bed because of this dream. And her mom rushes in, and mo- her mom quickly proves to be the worst actor in the whole film. I said that immediately. Her mom, her mom, at one point I was like, is her mom doing like an accent that I can't place? But then I realized it's just like a weird vocal affect she decided to do for something. Yeah, reason. she's just not she's just not doing a good job in this movie. I was like, oh. Oh, no, it's just a really weird choice that this actress is making. Yep, just a weird choice. Um, But so then she's like, we see boxes all over the room. And then she's like, oh, the mom says, well, since you're up this early after being woken up by the dream, uh, you can start unpacking. Also, another one of my favorite Disney tropes is used here. Like the classic kid whose parents move them around so much. They just can't make friends. And she's the new girl in town. Their lives are always being uprooted. So they can just never fit in. Like one point she's like, why don't you just officially change my name to new girl? (laughs) Yeah, that yeah, that was a line later. Um, also, also, what kind of nomad professors are these parents? They're moving every three months. Isn't the whole point of, like, being a professor to stay somewhere at one place for a long time so you, like, get tenure? Like, are they fucking terrible at their jobs? I, it is It is honestly my opinion that they are constantly getting fired because they <laughs> oh, are yeah. just crazy people. That's what I said. No, that is literally what I said. I was like, because oh, they're like six months, do you fucking yeah. suck at your job? Yeah, yeah. Why are you only keeping yeah, no, no, I think they're months? like, oh, hey, so we need you to teach European literature. And they're like, great. By the way, I think... Re- uh, King Arthur is going to be reincarnated this year. And then everyone's like, ah, uh, you're fired. <laughs> Pack your bags, crazy people. Uh, but so she, so Allie opens this box and I immediately thought there was going to be a photo of a dead loved one in there. There is not, but I totally <laughs> oh thought God. that's where that was going. Oh my going. God. Every single time somebody opens a box in a decom, you should have your loins girded and it's going to be a photo of a dead loved one or like of a, like an heirloom of theirs, like a locket or something to remember them by. 
all it is is a uh, flyer to try out for the track team, and she says, what's the point? And crumples it and mm, throws it away. Because she can never finish a season. That's like the mm-hmm. whole thing. She's a new girl. Uh, yeah, we learn that in the next scene. She goes in, talks to their parents, and she's like, so, yeah, how long are we staying? And they're like, oh, we're, she says, we're only staying for six months. And they're like, oh, well, actually, we're planning on staying for three years. And she's like, three years? So I, could, I get to go to the same school for three years, and I get to graduate from here, and I can make friends. And oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. But so then we cut to something that this movie does not need, but does all the time, which is running montages. Oh, I was exhausted <laughs> by the end of this movie. Exhausted. There's like, there's like the five of them. In also, this movie. also, I love Britt Roberts, and I think that's her name. She is a delight. She is adorable. She is good at acting. First of all, I thought she was great in this. She does better than the script expects her to do because she's making the script better by acting in it. But gonna be honest, she's kind of a like awkward runner. She kind of reminded me of like Phoebe Buffay <laughs> and Friends a few times. Like she's kind of a klutzy looking runner, and maybe they should have worked on that with her. I'm just throwing out ideas. Another thing, I know we're in New Zealand, but where are where are we? Where are we supposed to be? Like where are they running through? Where are we? In the book, it was Annapolis, Maryland, but I don't know where we're supposed to be. That's not movie. Maryland. No, I got that. I got that same feeling we get from a lot of decoms, which is somewhere in California. But so she, so this, I excuse this running montage because it's also the way they do the credits is they have the credits overcut with the running and I don't care about it here. Um, but she goes up to a water fountain and a guy comes up to her and I immediately said, oh, that's a British guy. Very obviously. <laughs> no, is, no, no, no. He is. He's, he's British. British. He's British. He's also, British in also, real life. In real life. He also played uh, Alex's werewolf boyfriend on Wizards of Waverly Place. Um and and but they and and so but he doesn't do a uh, British accent. He's hiding his British accent. He does an okay job, but sometimes it really slips through. It sounds like he's stifling um, a burp half the time, like trying to like choke yeah. it back. And I mean, all right, I'll be mean. I can say this because this guy is my age. I don't feel bad saying this, but like I didn't like him in this role. Like I don't know what about. I, I mean, if you read the book, he is described as this like fucking god amongst men like football all american like guy and like i just didn't feel like greg sulkin brought that he's a little too quiet and reserved i feel like he that's kind of what he plays it as and i don't think it works for the character yes exactly what you're saying like almost like he would be like the kind of like nerd with a heart of gold that you would fall in love with after you guys are like casting the music together i agree he wasn't like captain of the football team hot competent suave which is what the way he's described in the book so it's not that i don't like greg sulkin i don't think that he's good i just thought he was like woefully miscast and okay let me just say i i let me get to this i loved every single person in this movie except for the mom i do not know what the fuck she was doing (laughs) But I thought everybody else was really, really good. I'll get to my favorite person later on. But I thought that everybody in this movie was, like, exceptionally good. I just didn't like him cast as this particular Will Wagner role. I wouldn't say I loved everyone in this movie. I didn't hate anyone in this movie. But I thought everyone else did a fine job. The standouts were Britt Robertson as Allie. Um, I thought the guy who plays the teacher does a pretty good job. And I like the dad, actually. The dad yes, is yes, the dad was funny. good. But are we not going to talk about the best actor in this movie molly quinn deserves an oscar she is amazing first of all i am obsessed with her and i always have been she is the light the dark the moon my stars she is fucking doing a masterclass in this thing i swear to god i love her she is okay 
first of all, first of all, first of all, she is one of like the few celebrities that I follow on Instagram. I find I know that it's hard, hard to believe, believe because yeah. I love celebrities, but I can't like commit to like following someone's whole life like day in day out. There's always like I'll go back and stalk people that I don't follow, but like one of the few people that I follow. Let me guess two: Mandy Moore and Reese Witherspoon. Yes, yes, obviously those are my big two. But she's her and her boyfriend Alan, who is a producer on The Bachelor. I am obsessed with them and I love them. And she is so good in this movie, and she has like two scenes and I cannot get enough of her. Yeah, she's not that that's what I was saying is that like I didn't think she was bad. She's just not in the movie that much. Like I didn't get I didn't latch onto her. But um we learned in the scene that Allie is very awkward because she's like, oh yeah, water, right? Because they're at a water fountain. But they're both and fucking like, awkward. Like literally like she's awkward, but he can't really talk either. There's yeah. just both there. They both have like these large moments of dead air where they're both like, oh I don't know, like water is wet. Like you would <laughs> water think is that he'd, old, he'd be more suave since he's cool and be better at talking to her. They are both weird Mm -hmm. he's okay also Um, like he's my age i really don't care if i say this i can kind of bully him he reminds me really really vividly of angelina jolie's character in shark tale because his his lips are so big and his eyes are like kind of far apart so he kind of looks like angelina jolie's fish character in shark tale what a weird comparison to make why is that in your brain what angelina jolie's fish looks like in shark tale i can never forget that because shark Shark Tale is great and doesn't get enough credit. Shark Tale is amazing. I'm not, I don't have time to unpack that. Um, anyway, so the, then we cut to the, the first day at Avalon High. We pull up and the school looks like a castle. Ha 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 ha. Guys, guys, it looks like a castle. And the mom's like, I'll pick you up at three. And then Allie's like, nope, five, because I'm going out for the track team. And here's the thing. I thought the track team was going to be much more important to this movie than it actually yeah, is. Yeah, okay, wait. So correct me if I'm wrong. Yell at me on Twitter if I'm totally wrong. But like, I from the book, like... She might have ran track in the book. I truly don't remember. But was it ever, like, this big of a thing? Like, they really, really pushed the track thing in the movie. And I don't remember it being, like, her defining character trait. In the book, she, like, really liked water. Like, her new house when they moved to this new place, she had had a pool. And she would, like, float in it all day. And she, like, loved water. Like, she might have been on track. But it wasn't, like, her defining character trait. And it's also not like it, like, really mattered. Like, track didn't matter in the long run. Well, now that I think about it, it didn't really matter in the long run in the movie either, but they're, like, really pushing the track thing home. That, well, the water thing makes a lot of... The water makes a lot of sense for what we'll talk about later. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know what? It would have made a lot more sense had they put that in the movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so, okay, she goes in and she immediately sees this kid getting bullied by this other guy. His, the bully's name is Marco. The nerd's name... I'm just gonna... That's just... He's the nerd. His name is Miles. Um, and they literally... Uh, something that made me laugh is that he's like... Uh, Miles is just, like, so done with this bullying that he's like, oh, what is this? An 80s movie? And I was like, okay, movie, you can't call out how outdated the bully trope is and then use the bully trope in this movie. <laughs> I will say, like, out of this whole movie, the only lines that really made me, like, genuinely laugh or chuckle a bit were Miles' lines. They gave him some, like, good-ass lines that actually they made did. me laugh. Also, also, I want to say this right now, and I feel like you're going to agree with me on this. If this were a Hollywood production made today, Miles' character would have been p- played by Ezra Miller. Oh, oh, 110%. Yes, I wish, 100%. I wish Ezra Miller was in this role. He would have knocked it out of the park, him and his beautiful cheekbones. It, it just he gives me a very Ezra Miller vibe, where he's got like that snarkiness, but also nerdiness to it. It, it was very, very Ezra Miller to me. He's nerdy and not cool, but he knows he's better than you. <laughs> sure. 
Um, but so he's getting bullied, and then freaking the British guy, yeah, as we said, his name's Will Wagner, shows up and is like, knock it off, Marco. He literally shows up in a god ray of light, like lights coming down from the stained glass yeah, window. Yeah, yeah, no, because he's like godlike. In the book, he's described as like this godlike leader figure, but this trippy little British kid isn't really doing it for me in that same way. But also, since you brought up his name, is one thing, like, because I just love like dumb, cute shit like this. If you couldn't figure it out yet, all the names of characters in this movie slash book correspond to people in the King Arthur legend. Yes. Um, there's Jen, his girlfriend, who we'll meet in a second, is Jen, Gwen, Guinevere, she got it. There's his best friend is Lance, Lancelot, there you go, there it is. But his name is Will Wagner, and I kept being like, what the fuck? And we're assumed he's like a godlike leader of like the mm-hmm. football team, the knights. You're supposed to think he's assumed to be King Arthur. And I re-googled it, and in the book, they explain that his name is Arthur Will Wagner, but he's, like, Arthur Jr., so he goes by his middle name, which is Will. He's, like, A. Will Wagner. He just goes by Will. So there's the callback to Arthur. They just, like, never explain that in the movie. Well, that's because it would have just been more infuriating. Um, so, so yeah, uh, he he diffuses the situation between Miles and Marco, and then he sees her at her locker and is like, oh, hey, you're the water fountain girl. And she's like, yeah, I'm Allie. It's my first day here. Nice to meet you. And then he's like, oh, cool. This is my girlfriend, Jen. This is my best friend. Well, this Lance. is why I wrote the note um, that the we... script is bad, but the people are good. Because this is the part where they're, like, standing at the lockers, and to the girl's face, to Jen's face, someone goes, Jen is the coolest girl in school. Who the fuck talks <laughs> like that? Nobody that I've ever met. Like, maybe if she was walking in the distance, you would look at her and, like, say behind her back, like, oh, Jen's the coolest girl in school. Nobody says that to someone else's face. I was like, that's not how anyone talks. But these people somehow pulled off that terrible line. I was like, okay. Well, because they need to get this um, exposition out, Emma, as proven by the fact that they walk into the class because they're like, oh, you're first class with us. Come on. And then the teacher says, ah, Will Wagner, president of the school of student council, quarterback of the football team, straight A student. Like, man, what a great to see you, Will. And I was like, thanks, exposition teacher. Um, then he says, all right, so we're going to be learning about King Arthur this quarter or whatever for the next couple weeks. I don't know. And he says, oh, here, Allie, you're the new student. Take this book. And she laughs. And he's like, what's so funny? And then she says, I'm Allie Pennington. And then he's like, oh, OK. At class. So uh, Allie's. This the parents new, wrote Her the parents textbook. wrote the textbook. She's a new student. Parents wrote the textbook. We're going to be using King Arthur because her parents are huge King Arthur nerds, everybody. That's all they talk about all the time. Their house, also, we didn't mention it, is like just stacks of books everywhere. Just everywhere. And so she goes and sits down next to Miles and Miles, and she's like, oh, and she's like, oh, hi, how's it going? And he's like, don't talk to me. And she's like, what, why? And he's like, because you were doing so well. You were talking to Will and Jen and Lance. You want to get in with them. They're the cool ones. Like, I'm just a nerd. And it made me really sad because it's like, I hate this self-hating nerd trope. It made me sad. It didn't make me sad. Just a little bit about how he knew he was like a loser. It's like Jess in the 13th year where he like just knows that everyone despises him for no reason and he's just like accepted his lot in life and it makes me sad although this isn't as bad because Miles is also a little bit of a dick just a, I just like a little him. bit I don't know he's just he's burned from the way the world that is the way the world has treated him I don't dislike Miles but he's but uh it but I I didn't have as much sympathy for him as I thought I was going to is this where they uh is this where they assign the essay topics uh I believe this is I think so yeah I think that's day one this movie sets up its plot very fast, and then there's a long stretch where like nothing happens, and then it all go- no, no, pops no. You're off. right. You're right. You're right. It's like it's like 
holy shit, we're in it. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Holy shit, it's happening. Like, just jumps yeah. like that. But I do just want to clarify, because I don't remember if I said this up top, but I do want to say, like, I loved the first three-fourths of this movie. I was fucking in there like swimwear. I absolutely loved it. Could not turn it off. Like, needed to know what happened. Needed to know what happened next. Yes, 100% agree. I literally have a note here that I'm like, I I, I literally was like, I, like, I literally said to myself, I'm genuinely engaged with this film. I want to know what happens. I like these characters. I'm interested where the plot is going. And the last 30 minutes of this film completely flushed down all the goodwill it had built up into the toilet. Like, literally, I'm not kidding you. We'll get to it at the end when we do our rankings. But before the last 30 of this, thirty minutes of this movie happened, this was like an eight in my mind. And the ending brings it down well below that. Oh, oh, oh. This was a 10. Before the ending, this was a 10. I was so into it fucking into this movie. So, um, yeah, so then he's like, okay, so you're going to have, while we're covering King Arthur, you're going to have a research paper that you need to do. So let's all assign topics. And he puts pieces of paper. Then this is where we start to get confused. Like, is King Arthur real? They're like, the industrialism of King Arthur. Yeah, the, the architecture. architecture of King Arthur. And I was like, the architecture of what, a fucking fictional castle? Like, how do we know that? How are they writing about that? I, I'm not sure if you could write a paper on all of that, but um, but whatever. Um, so yeah, he puts a piece of paper in a helmet, passes it around, people draw things, and uh, uh, Allie and Miles get put on the paper together. And, and she they draws... get assigned a thing called the Order of the Bear, which yeah, I had just said... zero memory of. Not even like a, not even like a fucking well, clue. What's funny is you should remember it, because it's something exclusively made up for the book. It's not a real thing. And also, I think Lance and Jen or somebody gets the tragedy of Camelot, which is where they had to work in the history lesson, so what happened next made sense, where it's like, oh yes, uh, Lancelot and Guinevere fell in love, and King Arthur was so despondent that he, like, I don't know, started sucking. I don't remember what he says. Okay, but then the next important thing that happens is Miles suddenly gets what appears to be a very severe headache. And he's or like, a Raven Simone esque vision. Yes, and he, and we see him seeing uh, Allie tying her shoe, and uh, she's like, "Miles, are you okay?" And then he's like, uh, "Just yeah, I'm fine. Just tie your shoes." And she looks down and is like, "They are." And he's like, "Well, then tie them later." And it's my like, point is, huh? my point is though, like, why did we have to see him have the full and complete yeah. future? Like, we fully see him see the future in exactly the way that it happens in this moment. Like, why didn't they hold that back until a little bit later? I think they're revealing like. We're like, okay, like, this kid can tell the future. He's obviously a fucking wizard. Like, in the first 10 minutes of the movie. I mean, yes. I know it, it's a little weird that we see it, but also, I mean, it creates intrigue. Why is he seeing the future? How is he seeing I know. I get, I get what you're saying. You want to create... But I think we could have held back. He could have just said, like, tie your shoes without us seeing the visions. That would have created a bit more intrigue in the first, like, 10 minutes of the movie. Fair enough. But speaking of which, so then after the class, it cuts to uh, track tryouts and football practice i don't think it's tryouts whatever um and so she's like starting to get ready to run and she like trips and because her shoes untied and i thought it was going to be a much more important thing like she was gonna like trip before she like crossed the finish line or something oh oh it was totally inconsequential totally inconsequential the coach is just like you okay and she's like yep tying my shoe great i'll be out there and so she runs and she does like the best time Make the track team. We see we see Will doing a bunch of football shenanigans. I, Emma, I, again, I don't know how well you remember this book. Was there as much football in the book as there is in the movie? Because there's a lot of freaking no, football. No, there was a very... It was very high stakes with the game of football. Okay. It was a very... Very prevalent football element. Yeah, you did. I thought it was just a Disney Channel original movie being like, well, we have to work sports in somehow. Because... Oh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. This also was one of my, another one of my favorite Disney movie tropes besides girl moving around a lot, she can't make friends, is all 
things happening in the same time at the same place. Like all practices are occurring simultaneously in the same exact location. Like yep. the football mm-hmm. players are fucking playing on the field. The track girls are running around the track and the cheerleaders are just like fucking flipping through it all at the same goddamn time just so the characters can like interact with each other, I guess, and like see <laughs> each other. But that like never actually happens. In real life, that would be a fucking logistical nightmare. Uh, but so after she makes track team, we, we cut uh, back to her house and she's telling her parents really they're all quick, excited. Like, and then... Do you notice how fucking dark their house was? No, I didn't. By Robertson house? Like, her and her parents are, like, completely obscured by the shadows. I mean, it's so, it's such a little thing, but, like, you, you do not notice it because everything in, in movies and Hollywood is so well lit. It's all so fakey. It's all fake light and spotlights and shit. Like, you don't notice it until you're like, holy... I can't see fucking anything. I bet they. I bet a lot of the light budget had to go towards backlighting Will, so he always looked like a you god. Know, what I think happened was they took the light budget and they gave it all to the horse guy. <laughs> even, but like, even at night, like, even at night in movies, you can, you should be able to, in a good movie, tell that it's nighttime, but still see the fucking characters. At what point, Miles came over at night, and I was like. Who is that? I was just seeing, like, shapes moving across the house because it was so goddamn dark. No, yeah, but uh, so the parents are asking her, like, oh, that's great, you made the team. Did you make any friends? She's like, yeah, a couple. And she's like, and then the dad's like, oh, did you meet a boy? And she's like, no. And then he's like, oh, that means yes. Yeah, but so then they just knock at the door, and she goes and gets in, and there's Miles standing there. And she's like, Miles, what are you doing here? And my first question was, how did you know where she lives? But I feel like we ask that question in a lot of these movies, and it's not important to dwell on. Uh, but so he's like, I'm here, we have the paper do and she's like yeah in three weeks and then he's like I like to do things I don't like to dilly dally I like to get a head start and he says later he's like I like to do everything in half the allotted time and she says why and he goes to prove I'm better than everyone else and I was like screw you Miles that's where I was like oh I don't like this guy as much I as I thought I would. Him. I don't know I like him. But so they spend some time looking through books and trying to find stuff about the Order of the Bear and they can't find anything and so she's like okay let's just go ask my parents hopefully they'll know something about it and they literally just walk up to them and say the words order of the bear they don't even say like hey mom we're working on this paper about the thing called the order of the bear they just go order of the bear they just say those three four words and they're like i know exactly what you're asking are about honey are parents in the order of the bear are we to believe that by the end of the movie that they are like members of this I organization don't think so i don't know well the dad definitely isn't the mom's into it like the the concept but i don't think the dad def- dad definitely isn't i but i don't think the mom is. I think the mom's just well, like I don't know. I think in the book down with or the like philosophy. whatever, regardless if they're official members or not. But I remember in the book, like the reason that they are in Annapolis, Maryland, and they like they believe King Arthur is getting reincarnated in Annapolis, Maryland. Like they're in their like swimwear with this goddamn legend. So either they're official members or they're just like really close to it? Well, yeah, well, the mom definitely does because, yeah, she goes and gets this secret book. Like, it's, like, hidden in, like, a, a photo or something. Like, it's all, it's very secretive. And she's just like, okay. And so, the, so it's exposition time, everybody. So the Order of the Bear is this secret group. It's like the Knights Templar or something that believes that King Arthur is going to be reincarnated at some point in time. And his rebirth will bring about a... Well, hey, well, this... Okay, this is actually really confusing because everything that they say does not line up with what happens later. Maybe it lines up better with whatever happens in the book, but it doesn't line up what happens in this movie because they say when he is needed King Arthur will return and like stave away the darkness bring in a new golden age of light or some vague nonsense but the he only thing that will stop him from helping everybody and making the world better is if Mordred destroys him before then and uh ruins it pretty much and Mordred's his like evil 
half stepbrother. Whatever. I don't know if we said this up top or like what if we got to it already, but we should probably say it now just to get everybody on the same page. It's like Will Wagner, Godlike Leader, has a g- girlfriend, Jen, and a best friend, Lance, and then a stepbrother, no, half brother named Marco. Stepbrother. Oh, so yeah, yeah, like we didn't evil. mention He's like Marco the bully, the bully is his stepbrother. Like torturing everyone, so put the pieces together there, folks. Like I think she says, like Arthur needs to be found soon, and I was like, why are we are we in danger of something? Like why does he said he would come back when he was needed? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, also, just a quick side note: Order of the Bear is a dumb name. It doesn't sound interesting. Like it just sounds like you picked an animal, and it does. I did actually look this up. It's that because like Arthur means bear or something like that in the original like old English, so it's not without precedent. But I just I didn't sound intimidating. Like 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 in Halloween Town High, like Knights of the Iron Dagger. That was a good name. But Order of the Bear is just like meh. So then we got to school, and she goes and talks to the teacher. His name is Mr. Moore, and uh, he's and she's like, oh, I found a book about Order of the Bear. My parents talked to me, showed it to me, and he's like, oh, really? That must be a really cool book. And then she's like, oh, I can bring it in if you want. And he's like, oh, no, no, I'm sure it's like you know really old and expensive. I wouldn't want you to put it in danger by bringing it here. And she's like, oh, it's no trouble. And he's like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And th- but there's also like again, this is he's good in this. Is he's giving like a little bit of a weird tonality to this and i was like i think he might be bad too there's something oh, weird. he's like playing teacher her. yeah i had the exact same note i was like yeah this guy might be bad you know why i thought he was bad because he had a cane and he was barely even 40 years old and my personal belief is that anyone with a cane is bad <laughs> i mean like <laughs> evil so witches i don't think witches, i've ever okay, thought I'm that actually, you know, i'm, gonna, I'm gonna amend my earlier statement Anyone young with a cane is bad. Like, if you are not hobbled over and you clearly need the cane because you're, like, a wise old gent, mysterious Santa Claus figure, like, if you're 40 and rocking a cane, you're probably fucking evil. And that's my personal belief. Why does he have it? It's creating intrigue. It's cre- it's intriguing. Again, this movie this movie lays another thing to try and hook you that makes you say, I, I got to know what's going on. Well, the on. teacher is doing like an interesting level of intrigue of like, is he good? Is he bad? I can't figure him out. What are his motivations? Where like the person, the stepbrother that we know is like, he's set up to be bad, mm-hmm. Marco. He's not even doing any of that. Like there's no like waffling on him. He's just doing like a bunch of like glaring looks like, hey. Stay out of it, man. Like, you don't understand. Like, it's just, like, pure, glaring, brooding. Like, it's a lot of, like, Twilight acting. Like, I feel like this was his Twilight edition that got, like, left on the floor. Like, he's doing a lot of just, like, pale glaring. Yeah, yeah, I get what you're going. I get what you're saying, I think. But so then we cut to another musical running montage. Yeah, oh, wait. Just uh, uh, I just want to say that this movie is expensive because this song is, like, a real song. It's, like, a top... It's not like they, like, put a gun to Debbie Ryan's head and said, sing for us. They, like... This is a real top 40 um, song oh, is this the one by to the Jordan, Jordan Sparks, Sparks one where it's, like... Song? I don't know the name of it. It's, like... I didn't mean to start. Yes, that's. Why does love always feel like a battlefield? You'll hear it. You'll hear it at the break, listeners. Battlefield, like it bops. But I was like, they had to pay for this shit. This wasn't written for Avalon High. Uh, but so uh, she's on this run, set to the song, and she runs into Will, who's sitting under this large tree. And I like they they go back to this large tree Uh, multiple times, and it's also visibly a tree that would only grow in New Zealand. I can tell you that right now. It's way too exotic. (laughs) And also, you know what? I take everything back. Like Greg Sulkin actually and this he was giving a bad performance he's like nasally and robotic he's like i don't 
have one yet. Like, he's awkward, nerdy, mm-hmm. and, like, super nasally. He, yeah, he's not turning in a great performance. Um, but also, like, it was funny is I, like, so he's like, oh, she's like, oh, what are you doing here, Will? And he's like, oh, you know, I just come here thinking, taking a break from my run. She's like, oh, can I think with you? And he's like, yeah, sure. And so she's like, so what are you thinking about? He's like, well, you know, I'm the captain of the football team, the quarterback. I got to get a football scholarship to get into college. Uh, everyone on the team was counting on me. I had to take us to state on top of that. And, uh... And I, it just made me think that, like, Will has, like, his own Disney Channel original movie going on that we don't see about his football struggles. And I, I thought, did which love, was very, I did absolutely which love very funny scene. to me. As at one point, he's like, it's just so hard to be the star athlete. Like, I have the whole team on my back and, like, blah, 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 blah. Like, you're talking about all the pressure. And she's like, stop. Like, don't say that. Like, you're a great athlete. And I'm like, bitch, what the, <laughs> how the fuck do you know? You haven't seen one game. You've never seen him play. You're just blowing yeah. smoke up his ass at this point. You don't know if he's good or not. And uh, so they're talking, and then she invites him over to dinner at her place. For burgers. For burgers. For, for, for friend burgers. <laughs> she says that multiple times. So then they time. go back to their house, which, like, now that I can actually see it in the light and it's not, like, shadowed by darkness, it's fucking stunning. There's, like, a big pool, an outdoor mm-hmm. grill yeah. area, like a wraparound it's patio. Not, it's a lot of house. Like a, fucking gazebo like not a gazebo whatever those things are that like an overhang <laughs> thing it's whatever it's stunning and I was like how much money are they making as like shitty professors mm-hmm. that get fired every three months they're clearly fucking raking it in or the university just has like really dope on campus housing <laughs> um, but so they have they eat a little bit and talk I don't think anything really important happens with what they talk about uh, probably talk about King Arthur because that's what everyone talks about all the time and uh, she's like walking him out, and he's like, also, okay, "Hey!" So they sit down and eat these friend burgers, oh, and yeah. then they really hammer it home with like, "What a goddamn god Will Wagner is!" They're like, oh, "Will Wagner in our house, like captain of the smarts, like leader of the football, <laughs> the like go go like a, like athletic club." Like I was like, "How the fuck do you know all of his accomplishments? You just moved here." And uh, but then, so she's walking him out, and he's like, "Oh, by the way, I'm having a party at my house uh, after the game tomorrow. You should come by." And she's like, "Uh, yeah, sure, I, I'd love to." And uh, then the parents are like, huh? Giving her like thumbs up from the sides like they're Timon and Pumbaa. And uh, she's like, oh, mom, dad. So then it cuts to the football game. And like something that pissed me off is that the parents are there just reading like a big book in the crowd. It's like, why did you come? Like, why do you care? Lucas, we know why they're there. We find out later why they're there. Yes, why they come later. Yes, later. Lucas, I'm sorry. Okay, fucking spoiler alert, guys. They move to this town. They move to this town because they think he's King Arthur. That's which is the craziest. They are the craziest bullshit on the earth because they think that this kid is the reincarnation of King Arthur, and they moved here. How did she know about him? Like, does she have like a spy network? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did they know? How did they know that he like? Who? How did they find out about Will Wagner? Like, how did they know he like? Does she have existed? a spy network uh, in every high school in the country? Like what? Like how <laughs> did she know? I, but, well, yeah, okay. So, okay, so to but, yeah, so they're, backtrack they're... what we're going off of is the fact that they're probably just there sitting there because they think he's fucking King Arthur at this point. Right. So uh, Will wins the game, gets the points. Woo. I know I touched on this uh, earlier, Lance is but also again, his, like, the like, stadium for this game is like she's the man level expensive. Like it's fucking nice. Like, I know maybe it's because New Zealand is so cheap, but, like, do they even play football in New Zealand? Like, where the fuck did they find this thing? It's huge and nice. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, but they win, and we get the exposition that they need to win. They have two more games coming up. They just need to win one to cinch their position at stake. But wait, what were you going to say about Lance? Oh, yeah, yeah, Lance is his go-to, like, receiver, I think. Uh, Then it cuts to the party. 
and Miles and her, she brought Miles, and they have this, they've had this whole ongoing banter and where it's like. both wearing blazers to a high school party, both Miles and the main girl, or Allie, whatever the fuck her name is. Like, they're both wearing blazers, mm-hmm. which I thought was an interesting choice by the costume department. It's a, but okay. it's a strong choice. Um, and they, they have this whole back and forth where they've been like, she's like, yeah, we're friends, Miles. And he's like, we're not friends. And she's like, we're friends. And he's like, we're not friends. And then here he's finally like, I guess you're my friend. So that, that's that been interesting. Yeah, they they walk into the party and they're like talking. I think they talk with Will for a bit. Um, and there's this like one girl in the corner who like waves at Miles. And then Allie's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's into her. He's yeah, he's like, her. why don't you go talk to her? And he's like, uh, well, you know. She's probably a vampire. Vampires are everywhere right now. And I was Were like, Were they on drugs when they wrote that? I was like, What what are you talking about, Miles? You're supposed to be like really smart. Like, what are you talking about vampires? And it's just like he does he's shy about talking to a girl, but he's like, Yeah, vampires, man. And I was like, What is yeah, what this was that character? Line? It came out of nowhere. You're supposed to be like smart and all of a sudden he's talking about vampires being real? It didn't the point is it didn't need to go to vampires. There's a better line there about him being awkward that he just like didn't take the time to write and like went with the vampire thing. But moving on, then it's uh, what it's the it's the tiff like they get the, the older brother thing or half brother Marco. So the, there's like a little tiff with him outside. Yeah, he uh, they hear like a scream and like she Allie runs outside to see what it is, and Marco is standing by the table of food, and Will's like you're ruining the party, and then he's like, oh, what your guests can't deal with, and and what he did was, was not put that some, bad. No, it wasn't. It was he put like okay, it wasn't great, but it wasn't like bad boy bully. Like we thought it was gonna be, he just like took like gummy, he made like gummy insects and spiders took some and set gummy it on worms and put them on the hot dogs. Just yeah. pick them off, you goddamn babies! The way the woman like screamed, like blood curdling screamed off camera. I thought he murdered someone. I thought he stabbed someone and pushed them into the but pool. But it's also weird because it's like he's supposed to be, you know, like this bully badass who always wears black, and he's got like this whole crew of road dogs in like leather, and it's like it's like yeah, take His that. The thing is like I'm gonna put some candy on your food now there's like visibly fake worms that you can just like pick off yeah like sick man like really really freaking dark what a bully it was very dis- oh also that reminds me this is a very sucky teen disney channel party we don't get to see enough of it there's not even a dance scene um but so yeah marco gets chewed out by will for doing the insect thing and leaves with his crew of leather bowed homies who we never see again um and uh miles has like a vision uh, we don't see this one this is one we don't see but so she's like okay well if you're good i'm gonna go try and find the bathroom and so she goes upstairs into the bathroom and what do we see but we see jen and lance jen and lance getting it on like not like making out but like way no, too comfortably like close fully, like kissing Macking. It's just like it's just like a light canoodle. Yes, they're can they're canoodling. <laughs> uh, they're canoodling. And like she sees this and like starts to like bolt. And then Jen's like, oh no, wait, Allie, could be here. I have to talk to you. And like she catches up to her. This is where I'm saying Molly Quinn should win an Oscar. She didn't have to go that hard in this scene, but she did. She did it for us. She gives a very, very good performance here, and I I felt it. She does. This is also her pretty much only scene. I don't think she has another legit scene at all, really. Um, or she just has to like, she's basically, she starts like crying and like breaking down talking to Allie because she catches up with her and is like, listen, like this didn't, this wasn't supposed to happen. Me and Lance just kind of fell for each other or whatever. 
Uh, but we can't. We we know we're doing what we're doing is wrong to Will because we're not because t- we haven't like told him we're betraying him basically. But like if we if we told them now, it like really mess up his. He's got to you know win the games and get that scholarship. Like it would mess up his whole future if we told him now. So we're just trying to keep it quiet. Which like honestly at this point like Team Jen like I see her reason. Like I wouldn't cheat on my boyfriend, but like if that had happened and I cheated on my boyfriend, I wouldn't also be like. Let me tell him, destroy his life, and have him not into, get into college on top of that. Like, I do get it's that. A, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a solid moral dilemma where it's like, I feel bad about what no, I'm doing, I but I know. I understand the dilemma. Like, I don't know if I would tell him. That's a moral, good moral dilemma. Yeah, because I, I feel bad about what I'm doing, but I know it's what's best for the person I, it's hurting kind of thing. Um, and, and now Allie is facing that similar dilemma where she's trying to convince her not to tell Will because also like, yeah, obviously her and Will have been flirting super yeah, hard. Yeah, you know, all that like sucking at the water fountain, talking about water being wet, mm-hmm. running, you know, foreplay. Uh, but so yeah, she's like, please don't tell Will that, uh, I'm boning Lance. And she's like, I'll think about it. And she runs out of the party in a huff and Will sees her and is like, Allie. And yeah. And the like, weakest, most half-assed, like, uh, like he barely takes half a step, like stop. Like he just like, doesn't even really like go commit to following her. But also like before they leave, like, so she sees their tryst, blonde Britt Robertson. And Milo's like, what are you going to do about Jen and Lance? And she's like, how did you know that? He's like, I just guess. So Miles knows about Jenna Lance too, and then they walk off in a huff after British McNerdy barely tries to stop them. Right. Um, and so then we have, I believe, because it's like the next day, and it's just another freaking running montage, guys. Also, I said, I fully said, I hope I never have to run this much as sexual foreplay because I will fully just let that relationship go. I will never run this much for a man. This was insane. Oh, yes. Great, great, great segue. Great segue because they they run into each other again. Literally, they run into each other. Uh, and uh, and he's like, hey, you okay? Like you were in, you kind of ran out in a huff. And she's like, oh, yeah, I just wasn't feeling well, but I'm, I'm feeling better now. And he's like, okay, great. Want to race? Uh, yeah. Are they like, well, no, he like gives her a flower. And I that was, was like. That was so fucking weird. I was like, no one platonically gives a girl a flower. You're, you have motives here, dude. I know you Again, think like and you're I'm committed to Jen. I'm on the exact same thing as I keep bringing them up. But like this flower thing is not like suavely or eloquently like written for the script for him to do this in like a cute way that I would be like, ah, oh, and like my like teenage heart would go pitter patter. You, uh, you, you wanted your 14 year old self to start getting a little, getting a little hot and bothered over this. I guy, wanted a good saying. romance. Like I wanted, like maybe I wanted, I wanted him to be like a heartthrob for it, not be, but 14 year old girls. I wanted him to be like suave and hot and it's not. It's fucking awkward and weird. Right. Well, like Allie is supposed to be awkward and weird and that's fine but then they didn't cast will right so just the awkward beats awkward and it's just mega awkward yes yes i hate it and it doesn't work anyway uh but yeah so they like patch things up she basically she doesn't tell him pretty much uh and she's like she's because he's you know distraught so after they do the dumb running montage we cut to yet another football game because this movie if there's two things this movie doesn't lag it's football and running everything you want for king arthur movie they are playing and like lance is like looking at jen because she's a cheerleader and he's like smiling and so he misses the play get played and like uh they 
fumble the ball or get intercepted or something. Basically, the team wins, like the other team wins, and they lose, meaning that like they have to play the really big, tough team to get into state now instead of the easy team. But but then weirdly, everyone's mad at Will, like it was his fault. And I was like, well, but Lance is the one who screwed it up. Why is everyone mad at Will? And so he's sitting on the bench like after everyone's cleared off the field, like Friday Night Lights style, like just wallowing in his sadness, you know, like really sad. Yeah, he's mad at himself too. He's mad at himself. And she comes up to him and is like, come on, man, like it's fine. Like, don't be stressed. Like, and you can tell she's about to tell him about Jen and Lance, you know, doing, going to bone town behind his back. And then all of a sudden, Marco, the evil half stepbrother, whatever the fuck, appears like on the track far away. And I was going to say this earlier, but, like, it's not, not only is he doing a lot of, like, Twilight acting, he does a lot of, like, locker acting, like, bully locker acting, where, you know, like, where he's like, hey, stay the hell out of it, away from my family, do shitty, like, slam the locker, and that's, like, the dramatic, like, of the moment. That's a great way to put it. No one understands me. Like, locker acting. Yes, absolutely. And so this is not a moment of locker acting, but I just wanted to get that in. This is a moment of him being very far Mm -hmm. away from the action and just doing, like, a meaningful glare, and that's his acting. He's like, hey... Mom said, wait, mom's dead. Dad said you would drive me home from the game. And so then, like, she doesn't get to tell him because he's there. Right. And then he comes and then he comes up to her and is like, listen, don't you? I swear to God, if you freaking tell uh, him that Jen and Lance Jen and are, Lance are doing it or whatever. I will put in I will put in sex over everything you own. I swear to fucking God. Like, uh, if you ever fucking say anything, Jenner, I will slam a locker uh, right in your face and I'll shove a gummy worm right down your fucking throat. I will put a sticky spider in that King Arthur book you love so much. Anyway, uh, yeah, so she, so she like, fine, I won't tell him. Um, we sh- we're gonna take a break here. Can you play the Jordan Sparks song? I was gonna play the Jordan Sparks song because it's like, as it's a battlefield, it's it, it works very well. Uh, but yeah, so we were gonna take a break here, and uh, we will. Uh, I didn't think of one. Will Excalibur be right back? <laughs> Fuck! Oh, that's so good. I could not think of one. Is it? It's terrible to me. Okay, so we cut back to her house. She's sitting on the porch, chilling, you know. Beautiful doing porch. As teens beautiful do. Beautiful porch. This porch is beautiful. I want to call that out. Um. So then Miles rolls up on his bike. He bikes everywhere, pretty much. And she's like, "What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I just kind of thought I had, I should be here, or something like that." I kind of. This is where she like puts the knife to his throat and is like, "Yo, like, what's going on with the psychic abilities, my dude? Like, you gotta tell me." Well, at first she just like vents about everything that's going on with Will that she like wants to tell him but can't tell him and stuff like that. And she confronts him by being like, "You knew." that I was going to see them, like with your headaches and whatnot. She's like, yeah, you." she's finally deciding to ask a question, considering she's asked none of this The first time she decided to ask a question. Really proud of her. Congrats. Yeah, and so and so he's just like, I can't tell you. And she's like, yes, you can. And he's like, all right, I guess I can. I have been able to see the future like this since I was in like third grade. I haven't really told anybody about it. And, and now it hurts. It's like painful when he gets these Raven yeah. Simone like visions. He experiences pain. And he, but he's just like, but I don't really know why I get them. Okay, first of all, before we even get to this, before in the previous scene, Jen goes, You can't tell Will that I'm boning Lance because it's like Camelot. She literally directly says, From 
s'mores class. It's like Camelot. And I was like, all right, well, we're being a bit heavy-handed with it now. And the thing about this scene on the porch that takes me for a fucking loop is the fact that originally, when Miles was over to her house the first time, they were laughing their asses off at the Order of the Bear. Like, in, like mm-hmm. hilariously, like, oh my god, LOL, like, people think King Arthur is going to be reincarnated. Apropos of nothing, they are all fucking in. Yes. And it's before they even find the secret page. He said, like, they go on this thing, they're like, I think, well, it's King Arthur, and blah, 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 and he's like, there's a secret page. And they go to find the secret page, and they're like, well, King Arthur will return when there's a meteor shower and a lunar eclipse, and they're like, it's yes. gonna, and um, they immediately believe it. That's a very good point. I did not, I did not realize that, that they just are immediately on board with it. They, the, they were ripping the mom to shreds for You're right, I totally missed that. That's an ex, that's a really good point. Uh, but yeah, because, like, they freaking do, like, National Treasure style, cut a page open, and it's, uh, yes, it, like you said, it's a meteor shower and an eclipse. At the same time. The funniest thing to me is Miles is like, well, that can- that probably only happens, like, every 1,000 years, and then he Googles it and is like, oh, wait, no, it does only happen every 1,000 years exactly. Freaking what? <laughs> that was a little too convenient. That was a little too convenient. I'll That's very that. convenient. Uh, also, they make a joke here where they say Arthur's going to return, and she says, immediately says it's will it's got to be will and then she says maybe that means you're merlin the problem with that is that it's never been said merlin's getting re- reincarnated all you said was that arthur's gonna get reincarnated and that like, is a different it's... and that is a difference between the book and the movie that i do not think many people would notice like in the book i don't know if like reincarnation is as strong as like it is in the movie like i don't think it is i think i read i think i read that on the wikipedia page that it says they're not they explicitly are, saying they're getting reincarnated in chorus Corresponds to everyone in the legend, and there is a strong yes. correspondence. But there is no belief; they're not like someone is the reincarnation of anyone. Like this movie jumps from Arthur's getting reincarnated to everyone's getting reincarnated, and they're all of us right here, right now, and that's happening. So get with it. That's what you're also talking about. also would like to also want to point out that this directly contradicts everything the mom said beforehand because the mom said that like Arthur would turn return when he's needed to usher in this new golden age and all that stuff. Now it's just like oh when the meteor shower and the eclipse happen that means so they run there. downstairs. I did like this because it does defy Disney Channel logic and I like when movies do the sensible thing. The sensible thing is I would go tell my fucking parents. Who I, if I now believe that my pseudo boyfriend that I want to fuck is the reincarnation of King Arthur, I found a secret page. I would immediately go tell my parents. She, they actually right. do do this. They do go to the That's parents. That's fair. Which it would happen in no other Disney Channel movie. They would hide it for no discernible reason, um, just to serve the plot. But they do mm-hmm. go tell the parents. I agree. And this is where we find out that they. Yeah have moved to this city to for Will Wagner. And that's why they were so fucking jazzed that he came over for Friend Burgers is because they also <laughs> believe that he is the reincarnation of King Arthur. Uh, yeah. Well, no, The again, the just the mom. The dad is kind of like, this is bullcrap. But he kind of like starts to buy into it more and more as the film goes on. Because Allie's like, oh, it's Will. And then the mom's like, yeah, obviously it's Will. And she's like, what? You know? And he's like, well, why do you think we moved here? Yeah, and yeah, then 
was, like, she does not question it. It was such a throwaway line, too. It was such a yeah, throwaway was... line. Well, like, why do you think we moved to uprooted your life and moved you here? Um, from this random yeah. kid that I found out about. The thing that, okay, so the thing that also messed me up about this is I would think if Arthur is supposed to be reincarnated at this specific time, that you would try and find babies who were born at this specific time. But the way they try and explain it away is that he needs to, like, realize who he is. Like, he needs to, like, be like, oh, I am Arthur. I want to do another double back. Number one, this whole scene, we should have been way more concerned about the fact that Miles is a psychic. That is, like, a, like we are on board with that immediately. Yeah, because because uh, to, to their credit, they couldn't find a way for him to, like, I guess, do general magic, and I guess Merlin did, like, prophecy stuff, so they were like, eh, yeah, Raven Simone future. type future visions, yeah. But they don't, wait, I would be way more interested in my friend being a psychic than yeah. she is. She doesn't give a fuck. I, the other thing I want to jump back to here, I feel like I'm literally teaching a class that I didn't want to teach, but like, so for book readers, <laughs> it does, it does feel like you're making a YouTube video about like the differences between <laughs> I feel the film like and the I'm book. doing a YouTube video that I didn't uh, against my will. Um, I, so book readers in the book, her name is Ellie Pennington. The, she is named after Elaine of Astolat, who is part of the Arthurian lineage, and her parents are Arthur scholars. That makes sense. They named her after a King Arthur character. Everyone has assumed that Ellie, the main character, Ellie, who's named after Elaine of Astolat, would be Elaine of Astolat if we're doing this thing where if Miles is Merlin, blah, 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 blah. Also, just a fun note in the book, Miles does not exist. He's not a character. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I want to save to talk about for the end when we talk about the really big differences between yeah, the book and the Yeah, but I just movie. wanted to say that there is up a, front. There is a reason for it. Oh, also, by the way, the meteor shower and the uh, eclipse thing is happening this Friday because, of course, it is. It's the football game. It's at the time It's of the also game. during the football game, which we didn't mention before the break. The big football game is against who, Emma? The? Dragons? Yes, the dragons. We're also, we're the knights, by the way. Yes. Oh, yes. Of course. The team is the Knights. There's also been, I think we've kind of glossed over it. She keeps having like visions of like seeing things around her as, you know, Knights, namely the big thing being the football team. armor look so expensive. They do look very expensive, but it's supposed to be that like basically... Uh, since the movie's not very subtle, Will is King Arthur and the football team are his knights of the round table. That's yeah. the, the symbolism and we're supposed to And as we all this. know, there's like infighting because of like the Lance and Guinevere thing. And that's what we're seeing now as like the football team is like falling apart in like the, po- <laughs> the postseason. Yes. Post. Yeah. It's like we're falling apart. Yes. Lance is sucking. The team's mad at Will. So it's, it's mirroring that Arthurian legend. Also, this doesn't come up till a bit later, but it's worth talking about now, is the fact that everyone knows that Lance and Jen are boning. Everyone. The everyone. coach knows. The teacher <laughs> like, knows. Their teacher yeah. knows. Like, Everybody Will is the most oblivious person in the world, I guess, because everyone knows, and it just is not telling Will. Um, okay, two things. One, this is also the scene where they realize that Marco is Mordred, because the dad says, like, well, he'll, Will's be fine as long as he doesn't have an evil stepbrother, right? And then they're like, he has exactly... Exactly that, sir. And it's like, oh, no. Um, but then also oh, there was no. a scene There was a scene earlier where she brought the book to school for the teacher to read, even though he uh-huh. told her not to. And they spend the whole class watching a video instead because he's like, I got, I got to read this. About the architecture and feudalism of Camelot, which isn't real. I'm never going to give up on it, you guys. I can't. <laughs> I can't let it go. Uh, and so that, yes. So then the next day she goes to the teacher and is like, listen, the book. And he's like, oh, no, did I mess it up? And she's like, no, 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 it's fine. But I read through it. I definitely think Will is the reincarnation of King Arthur. I'm worried Marco's going to destroy him. And I we're going to make your help. And the teacher is safe. in almost immediately. It takes 
Yes. And and, I, and I, for me, this was confirmation to me that, like, okay, so he's part of the Order of the Bear. Yes. Got it. I, or he's and, bad because he has a cane, which is what I thought. And he's walking with this cane. And I you sure. know that a cane always hides a sword or a wand. That's what you should always know. Um, and they also determine they also determine that Mordred's plan for what is Mordred's taking plan? Down- because okay, okay well, here's also, the thing. also 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 going back to my YouTube video. Hello, like and subscribe below. The book is much darker. There's like more. I know that they had Disney this and they Disneyed it in like a Disney way, but like the book is much darker. Like there, it's scarier in the book. Like you know what I mean? Like you think that like that Mordred's gonna like kill somebody. The movie is like he's gonna break his heart. Like so far as we're touching <laughs> it in the movie, he's gonna lose the will to go on because his heart is broken. Right. Yes, that's Mordred's plan. Is that he? That's why he. That's why. Uh, Allie assumes Marco told her not to tell him because he is going to tell Will on the night of the big game, tear his heart apart, and he'll be so out of it that he won't realize he's King Arthur and he won't be reincarnated or whatever. Which all just seems very loosey-goosey, but all right. Yeah, the, the, the other thing we skipped, I'm looking back at my notes and I realized we, we've skipped like three things. Uh, the thing we skipped is that they say they won't know for sure Will is King Arthur until he wields Excalibur. Which is any sword that goes into the hand of King Arthur is automatically Excalibur. Which is blatantly untrue to the myths of King Arthur. That is but exclusively not true. I think true to the myth of the book Avalon High. I think that's right. Fair, fair. But that that made me upset. I was like, no, it's very specifically a, like a specific sword. Okay. Next important thing is so then then we cut to like the day of all the game. practices simul- happening or, simultaneously. Or, no, no, wait, maybe it's not the day. It's, like, around, the, like, the next day, something. Whatever. Um, All practice will, is happening simultaneously. There, no, it's the classroom first, Emma. Then we go to practice. Damn it. We go to, we go to the classroom uh, for Mr. Moore's test, and he's like, okay, so now we're going to have the oh, test the on King Arthur. Oh, the cheating! I forgot yes, the cheating. about this The completely. cheating. We have to do the cheating first. Uh, but so he's like, here's your test on King Arthur. Yeah, you got this much time, whatever. And they start doing it, and he's, like, walking down the aisles of the desks. And he sees, he's like, Will, what's that on the bottom of your shoe? And he's like, huh? And Will, like, reaches under, and he pulls a post-it note off his shoe, and he's like, that looks like a cheat sheet, Will. And he's like, I, uh, I don't know how that got there. And he's like, I mean, that's I, I should kick you out of here for that. And Lance is like, dude, if you get like kicked out and fail the test, that means you can't play or something like that. Uh, and then he's like, don't, sir, I really don't know. I must have stepped on it or something. Mr. Moore lets him off and because of his yeah. service to the school. And Marco's like, fucking brown noser. Yeah, also, but also everyone, Marco more... put it there. I, okay, Marco put but it there. But did he? We don't see him ever do that. And Marco well, no, seems like such it, a but... red herring to me at this point. I'm like, I need more answers from Marco. Like, what's... Well, who else could it have been? Because it had they to be also, him. Also, like this movie, it is what you say. It's like, go, 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 go. Stop for a long period of time. Give me nothing. Give me nothing. Go, 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 go. Because like, I, we went for so long with no answers re Marco about like, what was his motivation for like, not telling a his brother about things. I know that we're supposed to believe it's because he's more driven. But like, this is the part where it's like a lot, we're still at like the tail end of a lot of nothing and no answers. And we're about to kick it into high motherfucking gear and you're going to get all the answers you ever wanted, even if they don't make sense. Mm-hmm. But so then like after he gets let off, she, Allie confronts Marco and is like, I know you're trying to mess with Will and destroy him or whatever. And he's like, whatever, I'm going to keep doing it. And then uh, we go to practice. All practice is happening at the same time. All three of them. Yes. There's, there's a football, track. There's, there's a football. Track, there's, cheerleading, there's cheerleading. It's all, all happening. But so then he's like, okay, team. So do you guys know the 
the play we're running and they're like, yeah, we all have cheat sheets and they all have post-it notes stuck to them. And then I was like, uh, why did you all prepare to do this bit? Such like, it an just elaborate bit of teasing. Yeah. And also, why don't you trust him? I don't know. He's been he's like the captain. He's the paragon. Them he's, been this the, point. he's been the paragon of this of this school and the captain of this team. Completely and they're so right. quick to turn. So Completely quick to turn. Completely right. But he's but to turn on him, Luke, for what? He's done nothing wrong except for in five minutes where he tells them not to bully a track kid. And then they're like, fuck right. oh, yeah. you. Because they run the play, right? He gets the ball. He hands it off to the whoever runner. And the guy just takes the ball. And Lucas just decides, is really good at football. He hands it to the runner. Yeah, the running back. I don't know. Yeah, there he we go. Grabs, Try a little harder. Yeah, grabs it. And the dude grabs it and just decides, nah. And yeets it Pitches. into the crowd of the <laughs> just into the <laughs> into the into the like the the crowd of the track practice. And I and, like, and I was nails like, nails an extra we've never seen before. No, no, and we've never seen this football player before. This also, running back before. Also, is track not cool? They didn't set that up. Or because I don't know. they no, hate and, the track kids? And at first I thought he was aiming at her, but it's not really, seemed, doesn't seem to be pointing that way. And Will's like, why did you do that? And he's like, it was target practice. It was a joke. And I was like, but wh- wh- why did For you what? do it? For what? <laughs> what did you, what What was gained here, for sir? why, sir? Moving on, They. this is the impetus for them to all fucking hate Will. Because he said, yes. apologize and don't throw things at people. Also, why didn't the coach step in? I think the coach would be Where like, hey, jackass. Is he- you can't just do that. This is Also, a you guys, this is where this movie starts falling apart for me. And so I'm oh, falling yeah. apart simultaneously. By the end of this podcast, I'm just going to be screaming into the mic. I can't keep it together. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm feeling my, I'm getting warm. My body is heating itself up because I'm getting so fired up about what's about to happen. But so then, like, he's, like, pouting in a courtyard somewhere after this. No, no, after no, no, the no, 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 no. He's not pouting in a courtyard. He is doing push-ups on a bench in the middle of the school in the world's tightest t-shirt. It looks painted on to the point oh, where that I'm, was for that, that that was the for the 14-year-old girls, Emma. That's I was who that like, was for. Disney, what the fuck do you think you're doing with this? Like that shirt was five sizes too small. And he's just like doing like anger push-ups on a stone. They got bench. they 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 had to, there was a lot of night stuff. They had to throw something in for the ladies. For the ladies. Yeah, so he's doing whatever in the courtyard. She comes up and is like, hey, it's really cool that you stood up for the track team. Cool. And he's like, was it? Because now the team kind of hates me. And she's like, no, you did the right thing. Listen. She's about to say, like, you are King Arthur, which, like, girl. You better have a better way to ease into this. Big swing. And he's like, oh, wait, I got to go talk to Jen. I'll talk to you later. Which you can also obviously tell there's trouble in paradise. He wants to break up with Jen. Like, Mm -hmm. obviously. Come on, guys. Then we do the same. This is a part of the thing where I was saying, like, nothing really happens in this part of the movie. Where we do the scene again of him almost screwing something up. But again, it was obviously Marco tampering with it. The chem class, where like oh he's god, like, no, and don't even it, mention this scene. It is such a yeah, nothing burger as much of a friend burger. It's friend a nothing burger. burger. <laughs> Marco explodes something in the chemistry thing, but instead of getting Will, he gets Allie and Miles. Miles has a vision of what's about to happen, and stops it. Okay, um, whatever. So we cut to the night, night of the, of the game. game. It's guys, guys, everybody, buckle your seatbelts. This is gonna get insane. It's gonna get. So, well, no. Let me let me point this out. So we're in the last half hour of the film. As I said earlier, this is the inti- worst part of to the film. To this point, the entire, I am on the edge the of my fucking seat. Absolutely. I, am... I, I want answers. 
Avengers. I want to know what's happening with Marco. I want to know what's happening with the evil Kane. I have so many questions and all I want is answers. I do want to say really quickly, at this point as a book reader, it's weird that like we have basically slotted everyone as a character in this, except for Allie, which I remember in the book it being like, who is she? And then we're like, oh, Elaine of Aslot. And then at a certain point, I was like, didn't they think she was the Lady of the Lake? I, I had the same thought. I was like, okay, so if she has to be someone... In King Arthur's, I guess she'd be Lady of the Lake. But they didn't set up the Lady, and they had no. never once mentioned Lady of the Lake to this point. And the other thing is that, like, she, we see visions of her in the full knight's armor with Will, and I was like, wait, so there's a girl knight now? But, like, she was, I guess? Uh... I was just, like, I was so interested in how they were going to wrap this, because I was like, I, yes. I feel like I remembered this wrong, because I remembered her being a character that, like, doesn't exist. And here's what I'm saying, is I don't, things aren't about to get insane. Things are about to get bad. Things are about to get bad. Like, like, we always say, like, I think a common thing we run into with all the decomps is that they have trouble with their endings. Like, it's like, oh, the ending could be stronger, like, they didn't know where to end it, kind of thing. The ending of this film ruins the entire rest of the movie. To which this point was an incredible movie. Yeah, it was it was genuinely good and interesting. And the, and I can I cannot wait to describe you. I'm literally I'm like drooling getting ready to talk about this cuz I'm so furious and I've been I'm holding it in for the past few days after I watched the film. So here we go. Night of the game, Will hops out of his car. He walks past Lance's Here's truck. Here's my fucking thing. You guys have been working this hard to hide your little sexual tryst. Oh, I don't think they've been working that hard, Emma. Everybody, everybody knows they have not been working that but hard. But Lance and Jen are in the middle of a game that they know he will be at, and they are sitting in the parking lot of this guy's game, just fucking making out in a truck, like visible mm-hmm. to everyone in the front seat of a car. And he sees them, and they're like horrified. And I was like, "Are you guys?" idiots yes they very obviously are uh yeah he sees them in the rearview mirror and then he just like runs off he's just like nope not can't do this and he runs off and they're like i will wait let's talk and he's like nope hops his car runs away she like alley's nearby she sees this she runs after him in his car he's in a car she's on foot and somehow she catches up to him later on that's crazy also you know what i had a thought here i remember i this is just a note that i had that their parents have really done fuck all to help these kids haven't they they're like she alley's out here swinging with Miles alone, like they told their parents and they have not helped them an iota and they do not help nope. them an iota as the movie mm-hmm. continues. No, but where do they go? Only place they can go, the thinking tree. And the thing about the thinking tree is apparently it has some strange bl- green lighting. What is right? the green like, light? What is the green light? <laughs> what, what is, is that? Light? What is it? Where, who, where is that coming from? That seems also high budget. Uh, But so, but so she's standing on the top of this hill and she sees him down there and she's like, Will, and then someone comes out of nowhere and, and just pushes her down there. A hooded figure shoves this child down the hill. Like, it's a small, it's a rolling, rolling dune. Oh, it's like a, it is. It's so a small. tiny hill. It's tiny a hill. tiny hill. She goes fucking flying. Will runs up to her like he had just seen her neck snapped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, are you okay? Like, dude, she fell down a small hill. What the fuck? She's fine like she's like she's like yeah i'm fine like he was acting like she was dead but we also don't see her who pushed her down the hill and she's like oh it must have been marco he's trying to destroy you and he's like what and then she's like look 
you're Arthur, and like you, you're the one who's inspiring and the leader. And then he's like, you know what? You're right. I am just like King Arthur. This is a it's great a metaphor. metaphor you're making. Get it? It's Thank a great metaphor. It's a great metaphor. Now I need to go back and lead my my team, my knights, back to winning or whatever. The taste of victory. Some bullcrap. I don't know. Um, he goes to the game. We go to the game. Oh, he goes to he goes to the game. Also, yeah, we cut into the, he's run away from the game. The game has started, and we see cut into the locker room, and then uh, the coach is like, "Where's Will?" And then Lance is like, "Oh, I don't know, coach." And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, who cares? We don't need him. And then Coach, and like Lance is about to say something, and, La- and the coach is just like, you do not say one word. You're the one who screwed over this whole thing. Spoiler alert, we do need him because this backup quarterback sucks dick. You couldn't keep your dick in your goddamn pants, Lance. Why is the coach so involved in this? <laughs> he, because everyone knows, everyone at the school knows, except for Will. Uh, Miles rolls up in his car and is like, oh, are you guys okay? Like, what's going on? Like, he's like, oh, nothing. Uh, Allie just gave me a pep talk. I need to get to the game. Come on, guys. They, they drive. Go to the, the game. game. They drive to the game. They roll up. Will's late and he's like I shouldn't play you and he's like but you will because I'm the best one and he's like true Will gets in hops in the game and like they get to like run a quick play before halftime and like I think this is like they let the guy he let they let Will get sacked because they don't trust him there's been disarray among the knights of the round table and yeah. then like they recover score and I and I want to point out and, and I know I don't know football but I do know the fact that the other team is up 27 nothing at halftime Lucas I'm that going to come back to this but time it's halftime it's 27 zip we haven't scored mm-hmm. anything and we need to score we, nope okay okay yeah, I'm going to touch on this later. I made, I made a note of these scores because this is bonkers. Yeah, let's just say that. That's the score. So they go into the, the log room at halftime. Um, Lance comes up to him, to Will, and is like, listen, man. And then Will is just to be like, don't worry about it, Lance. You're still my best friend. Uh, things haven't been great Over with me and Jen the whole time. Over it immediately. Over it immediately. Way too quickly resolved. He's like, I couldn't give a fuck. Fucker in front of me. Don't care. Moving on. Sorry. Uh, the other quick thing is that when they were still out in the field, the eclipse and the meteor shower happened. So but that's then happened. And nothing I... happened. But nothing really happens. Okay. There's no like magical anything. But that's that has happened. Will gives this big speech to the team, and it's like, what stuff that. Allie told him earlier about like the key to you know inspiring everybody is to remind them of the taste of victory some you know whatever sports bullcrap got it they, they, they're all like yeah let's do this woo uh, they go back out on the field uh, Will does not he goes to Allie and is like hey we really need to talk later but like thanks I so much for being said, it's the game bitch shut up like what are you doing yeah what are you doing in the stands you're the quarterback <laughs> well, you are in the middle of the game sir like get the fuck moving like i thought that was truly bizarre also just gonna say this what team enters and exits through the stands for halftime because i've never seen that before <laughs> in my goddamn life well, it's these weird new zealand football fields they do everything backwards down there but so yeah so he's like thanks so much we're gonna talk later oh i forgot my helmet i gotta go run a locker room grab oh, my so helmet. Ro- is this your first time on earth dude let's go lance comes up to them like a uh, sometime later and is like hey where's will and then he's like oh he went to get his helmet we'll run and check on him and so they run into the locker room he's straight up not there and uh they're like where could he have gone he might be in danger and then so she makes miles try to have a vision and he's like he's it like hurts, it hurts Allie. and i'm like i was like oh shove it down way deep make it happen raven let's go and he does it he's like he sees marco pushing will into the nearby school like theater. theater for school theater which we've seen before on their runs and i remember being like why are we passing this weird shakespeare theater although thing that upsets me 
not upsets, but missed opportunity. It's set up for Julius Caesar. Why wasn't it set up for Camelot? Why would I? Why? I had the same Why wasn't thought. it set up to do it Camelot? It Julius That's Caesar right Shakespeare. There. It's right there. Just take it. If you're going to be that obvious, lean the fuck in, Disney. That was a perfect opportunity right there, and they didn't do it. They rushed to the theater, and everybody, it is time. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. Kiss your ass goodbye. So they get to the theater and Marco is fucking unconscious on the ground. And for a second, I wrote, was Marco stabbed? He's like, like incoherent. And so then like, spoiler alert, like he probably wasn't the one that drug him inside if he's outside stabbed. We get inside. Will is knocked out with like a crazy high budget bump and gash on his face. Do you notice the yeah. amount of makeup mm-hmm. they put on that kid? Pretty solid. Pretty solid. Um, And they're like, Will, are you okay? And then he's like, yeah, like, what's going on? And it's like, well, like, you're King Arthur, you know, and so Mordred's trying to destroy you. But, like, why isn't Marco here if he's Mordred? Mm-hmm. And then Mr. Moore, Mr. Mordred at this point, um, comes from around and is like, yes, I'm Mordred. So, so he's standing on the stage and he's like, I'm going to destroy you, Arthur, child. And uh, Marco comes out of nowhere, shoves him into the orchestra pit where all the instruments and stuff are. I'm going to say something really crazy right now. First of all, just to be clear, everyone, in the book, the teacher is not bad. In the book, the teacher is Merlin. Which makes a lot more sense. Which makes a lot fucking more sense. A cursory Google showed that he was originally Merlin because it makes a lot more sense because Merlin taught Arthur a lot of stuff. And then Marco was legitimately Mordred. Yes. Which makes even more sense because he's, you know, his actual brother instead of just some old guy. The teacher thing is fucking wild. But so he shoves he shoves the teacher into the orchestra pit. He's down there like being like, ugh. And then everyone's like, what the freak, Marco? And he's like, oh, listen, look. And he grabs a pendant for underneath his shirt and is like, my dad has been, was in the Order of the Bear. When he died, he made me promise I'd, I'd protect Will. That's what I've been trying to do. And then they're like, wait, but you've been a dick this whole movie. And then he's like, I had to get Mr. Moore to trust me. And I was like, did you? What was Were the- you guys working together? Were you guys were yeah, also, what? They, they showed no sign they were working together. And also, Luke, I'm very lucky that Marco's mom happened to marry Will's dad then if he was in Order of the Bear. Yeah. Was that planned? Or they just fucking fortuitous? Uh, I don't know. But like, yeah, but I, like we were saying, like, it's like, were you two working together? They say um, Marco was going to like trying to warn Will and he just wasn't listening. But like we there was no uh, no evidence that the two were colluding on any of this. There was no indication whatsoever. So then Mordred, uh, Mr. Moore is like scr- moving around on the floor. He grabs his cane and in his hand, it turns into a sword. And then his arms turns into a gauntlet. What I say about those canes, guys. Gets a full suit of armor. He hops up. Also, so no, also, sorry, it doesn't become a sword. It becomes a staff. choice by the filmmakers was that when Mordred is recovered, or when Mr. Moore is discovered to be evil, he grows facial hair, which didn't exist before. Oh, yes. It was just of an course. interesting call. Of course he does. Um, but no, my mistake, it doesn't turn into a sword, it turns into a staff. And he gets a staff, and he cops up out of the orchestra pit, and he's like, ah, see, I'm Mordred, bitches. <laughs> and he's like, get ready for this. And he, like, starts waving the staff around, and it's like, knocks people away with magic and whatever. And then it knocks, he knocks them all down. It knocks Allie into a set of props. And Will's sitting on the ground in front of him. Mordred's like closing in, getting ready to fight him. And so Allie reaches, there's a toy sword in there for Julius Caesar. For Julius Caesar, Allie, reach, okay. Allie reaches into it. And I was like, okay, I get it now. She's going to be the lady of the lake because she's going to give him the sword. So she reached for the sword and I was like, okay. Lady of the Lake, I get it. I had a suspicion. Now it's confirmed. She runs over to protect Will. And the toy sword 
turns into a real sword in her hand. And she is King Arthur. She is King Arthur. And Miles says that. He's like, any sword turns into a sword. And she's like, oh, that means I'm Arthur, which is why she's, their name is Allie in this. So because they have the same initials. So it's A. This I almost turned the movie off and didn't watch the rest of it. I, I, first of all, I had a moment where I was like, let's go, bitch. I was like, give him that sword. Like, I was rooting for her. She was like fucking killing it. And I was like, yes, bitch. And then I said, I wish we had even had the slightest hint of this, that she was going to be King Arthur. Because to this point, I thought that I had remembered the book wrong. And I was like, oh, like, she was King Arthur in the book. I just don't remember that. I remember, I remember no, her being no, the Lady no. of the Lake in the book. That's what I remembered. Was she ends up being the Lady of the Lake, and that is what I thought. And so I was like, wow, the movie did a shitty job of explaining this. Well, no, that's not even, that's not even the thing. If, if you were saying that, like, oh, this is just a, they didn't set this up enough. The problem with it is, is it makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> is that, like, and I'm, and I'm, you gotta let me go off for a minute, because I've been holding this in for a few days, and I just need to get it out. Go. She can't be King Arthur. Not because she's a woman, obviously. I don't care about Mordred actually says something like that, and it really pissed me off. I don't care about that. The fact is, she's not the one who has knights. That's Will. Will has the football team that are supposed to be the knights. She doesn't have a Lancelot and a Gwen. That is Will. Will had the Lancelot and the Gwen. He, she doesn't have an evil stepbrother that could be Mordred. Admittedly, it ended up not mattering, but it's not not even the fact they didn't set this up. Nothing of the about the indicators that made anyone Arthur apply to her. And then if she's Arthur, who the hell is Will? An answer we do not get in the rest of this because film. Because she says my knight in shining armor. Also, th this is the problem, Luke. And what you're getting at is what I'm going to distill right now. It's the fact that like the problem with this ending is that it takes the entire three fourths of the movie that we just watched, crumples them up into a ball, and says. Fuck you. It's literally yes. the, everything we have just learned and cared about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter no. that there's a Lance and a Gwen. Nothing matters at this point when we're just going to be like, she's King Arthur. Because nothing yeah. has indicated that to us. Also, how did the mom who's been searching for the reincarnation not think that it was her daughter if she is King Arthur? Because, oh, wait, I, re I know. Because there's no possible indication that that is the case. I... Because there's no Lance. There's no Knights. There's no nothing and ever and it's like Ugh. it's it's the fucking classic bad movie thing of like you a twist is when you have laid the groundwork for something and when you fucking make the twist the audience looks back and goes oh shit i should have seen that you know what's not a twist just pulling the rug up from your audience and being like you know everything you just thought fuck that it's this now they changed it allegedly to be more female empowerment to you but this is less female empowerment to me because it's just fucking dumb and it doesn't make any fucking sense but so <laughs> on top and guess what let's keep the not making sense train rolling Mordred's like, oh, you're Arthur. Weird. Okay, anyway, let's go fight on a beach. And he taps this, the cane. We now enter a, like, 20-minute long beach scene, you guys. It's so long. And everyone is in armor and on horses again. And Miles is in this stupid-looking-ass Merlin robe. It looks so dumb. And it's just, like, them charging each other on horses. And eventually they get off and she's fighting him hand-to-hand -hand with I can't her, even describe Excalibur. this, Luke. We can't describe it. It's, it's, it's an infinitely long I'm gonna, I'm gonna gloss over it because it's really dumb. And he calls out. He says, "I would have. I can't believe you're Arthur. I would have thought you were maybe Lady of the Lake." And he's like, "A girl couldn't be Arthur." And I was like, "You are ruining the point of this, Disney." But so they're fighting hand to hand on the beach again. This must have been expensive to do. And then freaking, it cuts back. It pans away from them, Mordred and her fighting. And then it's Will fighting miscellaneous knights. I don't know where these they're guys came there from. They're there too. 
Marco's there. They're all fighting in this dream sequence on a beach. Will and Marco are fighting, but also Lance is fighting. Where did he come from? He wasn't even in the room. I agree with that wholeheartedly. But also, Luke, where the fuck? Can you explain what the fuck happens with the Merlin thing? Where, like, she realized. Oh, no, no. I freaking screamed at this. <laughs> She's fighting it with the staff. He's, like, throwing telekinetic Mordor magic has at a her. Staff. She has a caliber. Yes. And all of a sudden, she's like, Miles, it's your staff. The staff is yours. And then I was like, what? And he's like, okay. And then he <laughs> says some spell. I don't know where he got that. He says, like, the staff, staff, staff returned to its original hand or some crap like that. It flies back to him, turns into a different staff. And so he's like, dope, I got my staff back. And I was How like, How did she know what? that was a staff? Why wouldn't they set any of that up? How? It's, oh my God, it's so stupid. So she kicks his ass. She has him on the ground with, like, the sword at the throat. And then we shift back to the theater. And uh, again, I have no idea what just happened. Like, like in the world of the film, what just happened? I, they get that's what I'm saying. Somewhere? In like, the world of the film, what did were they all transported there? In the world of the film, was anyone ever going to die? If they don't explain any of that. Also, I want to point this out just real quick. Is the fact that like. The whole, up to this point, the whole Arthur thing has largely been, like, a personality thing. Like, it's like, you're gonna realize who you really are, and you're gonna, like, become a great leader, or something like that. Because even Will says at one point he wants to be the president of the United States. Stuff like that. The fact that Mordred can just legit do magic like this, that he's just like, nope, here I am in my full suit of armor, is really disjointing. And, like, the From whole the Arthur thing, it thing, doesn't... which is just, like, be a leader. I, I yeah, agree with it, you. It, it's really weird. But so they come back to the theater and a security guard comes in and he's like, what's going on? You guys can't be in here. It's after hours. And like, uh, Allie like throws the sword to Miles and it turns back into a toy sword. And then um, the teacher's like, ah, oh, I'm a teacher. Uh, get the rest of these kids. She brought a weapon to school and she threatened a teacher and and the, the, the security guard is just like, this is a toy sword. Like, what are you talking about? They drag him away. He seems crazy. We're to assume that more is taken care of. Yeah, he's like, it's, they've come up with a cover story. They'd leave. This is fucking bullshit. Wait, but Luke, remember when fucking Miles makes this sword a pen? How does he do that? Oh, no, 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 he doesn't make the sword. He makes the staff a pen. He's just the like, staff. check out my staff. Boop. I mean, it's a pen now. But uh, yeah, they come up with the cover. They're like, okay, we got to get out of here. They go back to the game. Will has to play the game. But here's the here's the thing that pisses me off. Before they leave, Marco like bends a knee and is like, Arthur. And then she's like, oh, that's going to take some getting used to. It, they play off the fact that she is the reincarnation of King Arthur so nonchalantly. It's yeah. just like, well, that's taken care of. I guess I'm not going to think about this anymore. And like the, cli- the, th- the climax of the movie is the football game. Yes. Not the fact that they just killed Mordred or whatever. No, they, well, they didn't kill Mordred. He was dragged away by a security guard. Um, and also, <sighs> also the climax is the football game of someone who isn't King Arthur. Like it's Will's victory and it doesn't matter because he's not King Arthur. It's a bullshit ending. Right. Also, I just got to call this out really quickly because it's really important to me. They come back from having just yes! failed on this game and having Will has scored no points to this point. They are at 30 points. They are in within a touchdown of this win. They were gone for the entirety of the third quarter. He comes in for the last 12 seconds of the fourth quarter. They The score is now 30 to uh, like... Well, like uh, 36. It's like 30, 30 to 36. 36. Like or 36 to 30, 30 to 35. Like they actually need... Well, they're within one touchdown of their team. And I'm like... The backup quarterback just had the game of his fucking life. <laughs> he was he was having a freaking like a religious experience out there. If anything, I think that guy is King Arthur. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I said I would tell that fucker to stay on the bench. I would say this guy's having a hot streak. The backup quarterback's putting on a clinic out there. <laughs> 
Oh my god, he really is. He was fucking having the game of his life. My so so Miles and Allie run into the stands. The Miles runs into that girl from the party who does not get a name. And she goes, um, Cool pen, which we know is the staff. He's, he's like, thanks, cool hair, and then leaves. And then they they go back to take their seats. And then you hear the parents being like, Huh, man, meteor shower and eclipse, but no Arthur. I guess we were wrong. And then like Allie and Miles exchanged a knowing glance. And I was like, Are you not gonna freaking tell them just what I happened? Guess we up- like, our lives for nothing. Yeah, like freaking, and not only that, your daughter is King Arthur. You don't think they want to know that? No, no. Freaking, okay, sorry. So, Will, Calm down, Luke, Will, to... Will oh my, I'm hot. I'm hot on this topic. Will, whatever, throws the amazing touchdown. They win the he game. He runs it great, in. He doesn't great. even throw it. He, he runs it in and they win. Oh, All yeah, that yeah. running came yeah. in handy. Which, oh, they, oh, yeah, no, that's what it is. Oh, that's what was my note here. Was that why wouldn't the way they win be him, like, bringing the whole team together? And throwing it to Lance. And throwing it to yes, Lance. Yes, throwing it to Lance. Throwing yeah, it to Lance. You would think that would make a lot of sense. Oh, wait. I know why it isn't, because he's not King Arthur. So who who gives a crap that he... Yeah, I Lucas, can't. You're so I can't. Sad. I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Hang on. We're really close. Let's just finish it. So... They win. They live. They raise Will on their shoulders. They're all happy, and like it just—it really makes her seem so unimportant, despite the fact that she's freaking King Arthur. She's what this whole movie has been building towards. So he gets lifted up on their shoulders. Then uh, he like gets down and like waves Allie over and is like, "Oh, hey, great, it's you. Hey, wait a minute. If you're King Arthur, what does that make me?" And then she goes, "My knight in shining armor." And this is kiss, where and I'm I screamed. Like, Screw I you! Screw you! You. Screw, Screw you. you! You have to answer. You have to have a clever answer. You can't just make us get all wrapped up in this fucking mythology and not give us a smart conclusion. And not only that, she doesn't need a freaking white and shirt, knight in shining armor. She's king, goddamn Arthur. What does she need a knight in shining armor for? I'm literally my voice is going Lucas, hoarse Lucas, over you this. You have to stop. You have to stop. You can't. There's nothing you can do. Okay. So that. Oh, by the way, that, that we get a couple shots of her riding a horse on the beach, and that's the end of the freaking movie. Everybody. That's. And that's movie they ride a horse on a beach we're fucking Audi. guys this is the angriest i've gotten over to see this is infuriating because this is like your child like getting so close like getting straight a's until it's his junior year and then getting like super into drugs his senior year and just failing out and not getting into college because like it's it was so close to being really good it just fell right on its face it really feels like somebody wrote the first half three like two-thirds of this movie and they were like okay we're gonna you know make it on the based on the book where they're gonna have all these characters uh based on king arthur yeah we're gonna have to cut out some of the darker stuff because you know disney channel but i think this has got a pretty good way to play places going and then someone else came in was like wait a minute we can't be that predictable kids have already read the book we need to make it surprising okay well i guess we could make her king arthur but we'd have to totally rewrite the script and have that make sense they no, didn't no, we're do that. that no we're gonna keep the script the exact same as if he was king arthur and just change the last you know 20 pages yeah okay that's avalon high emma what did you think of this film? I loved the first three-fourths of it, and I loved this book, and I loved the actors. And honestly, I don't think the script was miserable. There was parts where it was really cheesy, and I just wish they hadn't just fucking taken a hacksaw to the last to the ending. I really liked I... so much of this movie. I liked so much of it. I so did I. I had the exact same feeling. Like I was so into it. I want to know where it was going. I want to know what the characters were were gonna do. I was really into it. And you just, just can't. Freak, it's 
to, to use a football metaphor, it's like they got to the one yard line and then just fumbled and the other team ran it to the te- ran it to the end zone. I think my problem it's, with it is like this, that the draw of books and movies like this is that like they set up this really neat, like cool parallel. Like it's almost like a puzzle of like who is who and like. You, if you're mm-hmm. gonna think someone's someone, then be like, oh shit, it's not them. They're the other person. It, that's the whole satisfying part of this movie is you want everything to fit like a puzzle piece. And then at the end, Disney Channel just said, you know what? Screw that goddamn puzzle. They took Burn that it. puzzle. I don't care. And they just they ripped it up and they threw it in the dishwasher and then ran it on <laughs> heavy. Like it's like they they don't even care about the puzzle that they've been setting up, and that's what's infuriating to me as like someone it is. who wanted to it to all fit neatly. I said this up top is that. So many Disney Channel original movies have troubles with their endings. This is the first one you've run into where the ending legitimately ruins everything else about the film. But the, like another infuriating point is that they had a correct ending already written. Why not yeah. just do that? I don't know. I really, I really would love to like interview someone who worked on this movie. And this ask is 2010 this. feminism at its best. They were like, right, we got to be more feminist, guys. What do we do? Just totally change the fucking plot, apropos of nothing, and make her King Arthur? That sounds great, man. They're going to love that. Take the keys to my Porsche, you goddamn bastard. Like, that that's what these execs thought feminism was, I think, in 2010. But shouldn't we change the script a little bit for that to, you know, flow better? Well, we already we already will put too much money into the horses. We don't have time for script revisions. Well, all like, our money is tied up in horses, so we're going to just have to make it work. All right, so Emma, what would you rate this movie? I would honestly rate this... And this is going to be, like, I think it's like a seven. Are you freaking kidding me? Maybe a 6.5. But I really like so much of it, Luke. I like so much of it. I, I can't, I can't abide it, Emma. I, I'm giving it, I'm, I'm being generous. I'm giving it a four. A four? It's so much better than a four. It just, forget about the ending. No, no, forget no. You it. can't forget about the ending. You can't forget about the ending is the thing. Honestly, I don't think I can ever watch this movie again. It's just uh, made me so angry. I, I, I'm being generous because I do like the actors. I like the first three-fourths, like we said. I cannot do the f- I, it's a four. It's a four. All right. Do we, I, I did send you a tagline, right? We have a tagline yeah. this month. What was it? I don't remember. I'm too angry. Um, It was, at this school, legend lives on. That's a terrible freaking tagline. It's not good. I Mine is just like, at this school, our money is all tied up in horses. <laughs> Uh, anything anything lucas uh, are you okay i'm just so i'm so angry i'm just doing well over here? I'm, you sound no upset. i'm not I'm, I'm 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 hot i'm hot it's the only thing i can maybe come up with my blind blinding rage is just come for camelot but don't stay for anything like literally jump off before it gets the ending <laughs> If this movie is a moving car, you're going to want to roll out onto yeah. the dusty highway. Avalon High, a real roller coaster, but, ju- but jump out before it reaches the end because the track is broken. The track is destroyed Lucas, and you will die. You need to go to sleep. You're upset. Have some warm okay. milk and go to bed. That's all for us here at D Comedy. That's all. That's going to be all for this month. Emma, do you want to know what movie we're watching next month? Uh, no, but what is it? Well, since it's we're gonna, we're back on year one schedule, which is I pick January, February, and then you pick March, April. So you're subjected to me for two months. And But I, I just decided, to, I just kind of went random on this one. Uh, I was kind of feeling it, though. Uh, we're going to watch in January for my birthday month. We're going to watch Genius, a film where a kid, uh, like a, 10-year-old kid goes to college and pretends to be a bad boy in order to be popular. Literally never heard of this movie before in my life. Really? I remember watching it. He has a laboratory under an ice skating rink. Uh, this, I hate it already. It's from like, it's for, it's really early. It's from like the late 90s. But yeah, that's what we're going to watch next month. So I'm excited to see what you think. Can't um, wait. But Emma, where can people find you on the internet? People can find me at 
Emma Stone Tyler on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter uh, at wildfire underscore king. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. And uh, for those of you who are supporting me on there, really appreciate it. You might be listening to this on there. And I double appreciate it. Rate that. and review us uh, on iTunes right yes. now. Yeah, Emma, Emma needs compliments as always. You must feed Guys, her growing ego. Rate and review us here because all I do is read our reviews. Please do it. And because if there's one if there's one thing Emma wants, it's to please other people. Yes, everything I do is for approval. <laughs> uh, but you should also go on Twitter and follow us at Comedy Podcast. Become a D-Comrade and check out uh, AudioEntropy.com and all the other great podcasts on there. Uh, but I think that'll do it for us this month, guys. I need to go relax for a month. I'm going to be in stasis. I'm just going to chill. And hopefully Genius won't make me as mad. But thank you so much for joining us, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. DCOMs forever. Waterfront girl. Yes, that's me. Hi. Hey. Well, I didn't know you went to Avalon High. Yeah, I didn't know you went here either. Although I guess technically I don't know anyone who goes here. I'm new. I mean, my name's not new. It's, it's Allie. <sighs> I'm Will. <sighs> There, now you officially know one person. Yep, I'm practically homecoming queen. <laughs> so, are, are you on the track team? You know, because of the running in the park, or, or maybe you just like running. I love running. Wow, did I just say running like four times? Uh, football, actually, I'm kind of the quarterback. Of course you are.